Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. How's it going? You know, another week, another just me watching comedians yell at each other on the internet. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been listening to a lot of Hall and Oates lately. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, a show called Teenage Bounty Hunters. Ooh. And um, Kadeem Hardison is in it. Of course, he was Dwayne Wayne. Yeah, I don't different know. Different world. Oh, okay. I Wait, yes, I do know different world. Yeah, is Steve here? I'm here. Hey, Steve's here. Oh. Hey. Welcome. Welcome to Pinko Comics. Let's, we're all here. Uh, yeah. I was just saying, I, I watched uh, a new show called Teenage Bounty Hunters, and uh, I, I did quite like it. Did you guys know that the United States is one of only two countries that have bounty hunters. I did know that. Yeah. What's the other country? The Philippines. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, no, because our, our bail's so large. So you need to use bail bondsmen, and bail bondsmen need bounty hunters. Yeah, those bounty hunters need rubber bullets. Yeah. And is, other- is it a reality show? Is it a... Oh yeah, no, it's not a reality show. It's yeah, it's a it's like comedic. Okay. It's about uh, teenage uh, bounty hunters uh, set in the South in Georgia, in Atlanta, but in a uh, very rich conservative Christian community. These twin teenagers they become bounty hunters, and uh, I don't know. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, is it a cuties crossover? <laughs> no. Oh, God. What a horrific, <laughs> horrific thing that story is. Of course, Steve is referring to the Senegalese French uh, film that was weirdly marketed as basically like pay to bait <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah, uh, apparently like the movie itself was actually quite good. But it's not, yeah. it's, well, it's about growing up black in France and it's sort of critical of us uh, sexualizing young girls. In fact, from what I've read, I did not see Which, that. you know, for France, that's like um, a fundamental part of their culture. So, yeah. yeah, radical movie. But yeah, well, we have to talk about that stupid fucking Vash video because if I wasn't watching that 20 minutes ago, I would have been playing Fall Guys. So well, boo hoo! Wow, wow, yeah, wow! No, Look it, at you it's, sacrificing twenty minutes out of your life for researching 
the stupid response that we're gonna do because yeah, everything's no, I, fucking stupid. I watched. Well, uh, will you explain? Will you explain what you're talking about? I don't wanna. I hate it. Okay, <laughs> fine. He hates it. You don't wanna. It's a. I don't know that that dude. Vouch. Is it? What is it? How you? I I don't know or care. All I know is he pronounces international like a fucking asshole. Uh, he does. He he was like, um, I read a bunch of theory last night, and um, <laughs> I can tell you for a fact, Marx would have been all in for Biden. Uh, Marx, Lenin, and Engels. Yes. Yeah. I uh, I think a little more context. He's uh, part of BreadTube, yeah, which is a YouTube conglomerate of streamers mostly on twitch but then they transfer to youtube and they like i know, guess do left yeah hassan vaguely in that sphere um i mean cuff wouldn't be just because he doesn't stream and also is smart uh Rad Shiva is also not really in that sphere and constantly makes fun of it, but is a good YouTube channel I recommend. Bad Empanadas also um, did a response to this uh, video. Which was fine. Yeah, it was a fine uh, response. Man, how did I watch a 55-minute video uh, and a 20-minute response in 20 minutes? Mm. The secret is I didn't. See, what I did to prepare for this was I read 20 pages of State and Revolution today um, and then decided to endorse Biden. Um, (laughs) I'm recanting last week's statements that I made about endorsing third party and sticking up all my middle fingers of the Democratic Party. I'm recanting that. Taking it back, I watched the Vouch video, Red State and Revolution, and was like, huh, this kid is on to something. Yeah, I'm going full in a popish plot this week with <laughs> Biden. Um, Biden is a popish plot. Uh, he will take orders from the Pope uh, and drink the blood of Protestant babies. <laughs> That's my. I think that's. I think that's for the later part of this episode. Yeah. I mean, first we have to debunk Vouch, who is arguing, as Bunny said, that Marxism, Marxists, Leninists, and all the people that he claims uh, tell him to read theory in order to get things right. Um, after he read some theory, he's like, "No, actually." Um, they all do say I uh, Biden is the best candidate um, and then lays out in ridiculously painful uh, and embarrassing yeah. detail. So here's, okay, here's the first issue. For the first 15 minutes, he was making a very dishonest argument that I was, that I knew to be dishonest because I actually knew what he was talking about, about, literally participating in elections, mm-hmm. not participating in bourgeois parties. Uh, mm-hmm. And then at the 15-minute mark, he said, now that all only applies to participating in elections, not necessarily supporting bourgeois parties. So I'm like, well, why the fuck did you say all that then? Like, 
I would have skipped this had I known that you were. I think it's responding to quote unquote tankies who are abstaining or threatening to abstain uh, from voting. Which, I mean, that's perfectly. None of that actually responded to that because all of those instances presumed a viable working class party to vote. You know, he, he quotes Trotsky, and he's like, I, which also just his whole attitude that this is a position held by certain internet Stalinists and no one else on the left is somewhat fascinating. But um, <laughs> but he, he quotes Trotsky, who literally used the term the Communist Party in that quote, uh, and Trotsky was discussing that the Communist Party participated in an election. Uh, He quotes Lenin, he quotes Marx, he quotes Engels, who all were noteworthy and separated themselves from the anarchists, uh, particularly Marx and Engels, in the first international, because I'm from America and that's how I fucking pronounce it. Um, Oh, shade. (laughs) We're going to clip that and we're going to send it to him on you should send it to him but, over Twitter. But I'll send it to him. They separated themselves in large part by stating that, yes, the working class should participate in electoral politics. And that's very uncontroversial uh, for Marxists. He also starts out uh, discussing that the choice to vote is not one of principle but tactics, which again would not be shocking to any Marxist. <laughs> and it's weird that he, he read okay. all that theory uh, the night so before. My, my favorite thing is he, he starts out with this. It's a matter of tactics, not principle. Then he states later that a moral person must still vote for Biden, which is a question of principle, not tactics, because that's what morality is. But there's one line of argument in particular that I really wanted to get into. So, All right, do it, do it. Do okay, it. so, because it's a line of argument that uh, he, in fact, could have gotten, he got it secondhand of from Lenin through Pankhurst, uh, but he could have actually gotten it directly from Rosa Luxemburg in Reform the Revolution, uh, in which uh, one of the reasons to participate in elections is to put a reformist project forward and have that project ultimately fail to show the uselessness of reformist projects. Um, the issue with that is... The Democrats have been in power before. Uh, They were in power eight years ago. Well, they were in power four years ago for eight years, and then they failed and led to Trump in the first place. And they were not putting a reformist project on the table. The Democrats right now, the argument that he's ultimately agreeing with in many ways, the argument that they're putting on the table is that the project is to defeat Trump in and of itself. That is absolutely how they're justifying Biden. That's how he's more or less justifying Biden this whole time. Um, And 
if they defeat Trump, they will have succeeded. That's the that's the <laughs> that's done. what yeah. they said they wanted to do. And if they do that, that will be a success. They're not promising to put nope. any reforms for working class empowerment forward. They're nope. doing quite the opposite. They're not that's not their measure of success or failure. And you could argue you could actually make the argument well, people's lives—they're saying that people's lives will improve under Biden versus Trump. And in fact, he's actually arguing that yes, people's lives will improve under Biden over Trump, and that's why you should vote for Biden. But in that case, they will have again succeeded because that's the bare minimum level that they're promising. No, Marlo, don't you know, there are axes just on ropes tied just so that will only be taken down and not kill people if we defeat Donald Trump. That is <laughs> that <laughs> that is how people talk about it. Right. Like as if there are people right now being held at gunpoint that the person with the gun well, will that, put it down. Well, you know, I mean, even even if that's the case, like even assuming, and it is the case, there are pedophiles who are under arrest right now. <laughs> yeah, even let's assume that some lives their- might moderately improve under Biden. Then how does that display the failure of the Democratic project? Like if if the Democrats are saying. Some people's lives will moderately improve under Biden, and then that happens. It doesn't. That's not a failure. They're not going to give the working class power. They're not saying they will. I think you are underestimating the Democrats' ability to make a promise like that and then still uh, fuck it up. <laughs> they set not. themselves I mean, they're not, up for they're success they're, they're, at bare minimum, and then. You know, they'll find out. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm skeptical of how much anyone's lives will improve under Biden. I guess, yeah, sure, a bit here and there. Um, he sort of took that as a trivially self evident point that that would happen, you know. Uh, he is—he is making the lesser of two evils argument yeah, throughout he, the whole thing. He is, and then he's backing away from it, and then he does again, and then he backs off it again. Now, I mean, okay, so with the—I mean, I'll call it the reformer revolution argument, uh, just because Rosa did use it in that book. With the display, the failure of reformism. That, in fact, was actually one of the principal reasons I supported Sanders. The, that actually was it. I believe that, frankly, most of Sanders' promised reforms would fail, and their failure would serve as radicalization of, we can't even get it with Sanders. That was actually one of the things I thought would happen that I used to justify my support of Sanders, because he was at least verbally putting forward a reformist project. Uh, by but the- psychically, and, and, psychically and, and, putting forth, of course, an Antifa super soldier project. 
<laughs> and and like the reformist, you know, moderately social democratic ovations, even like gestures yeah. um, to to be what like and he quotes Lenin and he misquotes <laughs> Lenin um, or or non contextualizes Lenin in um, because they're always talking about a workers party. And he always just seems to assume that Democratic Party is the Workers' Party, um, which is not the case. And he even admits that throughout the video. Yeah. And um, I mean, then he he also like will get into Lenin's occasional appeals to coalitions with uh, liberals, which again assumes the existence well, this of is, a Workers' Party. Well, this this gets me to my one of my points that I it it, it also is a like he says Lenin wants to align with the bourgeoisie against the aristocrat or the um, the aristocracy, what, what, um, yeah, uh, you know kings, you know, in order to defeat feudalism, the workers need to align with the bourgeoisie to overthrow the uh, aristocracy. Right, but that's not the same as aligning with the bourgeoisie to continue the bourgeoisie. <laughs> like he's advocating for right. a it's party. kind of glossing over a pretty basic tenet of historical materialism that yes, like Marx has some would argue a very teleological idea of history that things start from one end and progress through steps until they reach another end. And of those steps, one of them was the transition from feudalism to capitalism, which must precede the transition from capitalism to socialism. And in that sense, yes, moving history forward does mean the supremacy of the bourgeois. That's why I gleefully celebrate uh, Robespierre. But it does... That's not one segment of the bourgeois class against another segment of the bourgeois class. The aristocratic class is a wholly different class than the bourgeoisie and yeah. uh, represent a wholly different system than capitalism. What did you think, Bunny? Well, <laughs> I, of course, focused on the more superficial elements. <laughs> Is uh, that is that because you're a woman? It's, it's exactly <laughs> because I'm a woman. Um, it's also I don't know. It's it's because I'm from Baltimore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> somehow uh, he, I just uh, that was just very Greeks can't read. Yeah, Greeks can't read. Uh, our letters the are Greek different. Greek eats lamb because the lamb is the one animal the Greek can outsmart. <laughs> Lambs are very smart. Mm. I saw that from Felix, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Though, Bob's uh, is very pedantic, and, uh, but he speaks in a way that um, I can tell the people who follow him perceive as being indicative of him being very smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that also transitions to a very broad problem with this project, which is, you know, when you accept the idea that 
Lenin is talking about tactics and, you know, tactics over principle and Lenin is operating in a series of fast moving from the 1905 revolution to the 1917 revolution to the civil war, A, B, and C. Um, the, the project of trying to derive some principle that would guide us in 2020 is sort of dubious on its face. Well, especially because, hello, I'm right here. Let's light some candles. Let's do us a communist seance. Uh, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Uh, Which uh, I think that would be, that's what, that's what you do to cram a lot of theory. You speed read it right before (laughs) you get high and call upon the spirits of uh, Marx, Lenin, Engels, Hegel. Let's call everyone in. Let's 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 call now in. Let's 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 call call in uh, the Chavistas. (laughs) The (laughs) let's call in uh, Castro. Castro. We'll leave Rosa alone. (laughs) She can get her. She can get a singular seance dedicated just to her what i love about the idea of doing a seance with uh, these spirits is how pissed they would be if it worked yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lenin would be ah, oh my god i'm actually in hell they were right uh, um you know gif of the simpsons episodes mm-hmm. um but what other superficial elements did he well, exude just, other than his gravitas i just can't, can't get over the uh, Jordan Peterson-ness <laughs> saying, oh, everyone rags on me for not reading theory. I'm going to, I read it all last night. Also, just the way he's not curious about whether it matches up or whatever, he's already certain and uh, just completely unaware of his yeah. own confirmation bias. And I'm sure he's the type to talk a lot about logic and- yeah, no, I was just going to say, I, I'm not sure if that's like inductive reasoning or deductive reasoning, but also I don't know what those words actually mean. Uh, but I feel like I'd be able to say what he's doing with a 101 logic class. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's certainly yeah proving his conclusions. Well, and in simply saying things like, and yes, it's been 150 years since this is written and a lot of things changed. Doesn't actually mean you are taking into account how it might be inappropriate to apply certain right. things to a modern context, you know? There's a lot of that on the internet where if somebody just states the thing, they act as if they've really addressed it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun, you know. I don't know. But I just think the witches who hex the moon, they should really be the ones to do a seance for Marx, you know. And, and see what he would have to say about Yeah, but Biden. then you know what would happen is John McCain's ghost would fucking uh, cut in. And he'd go, <laughs> ah, I'm in hell. I'm in hell and I can't stop. He is he is supposedly reaching out. His spirit is reaching out to psychics and uh, wanting them to tell Megan to run for governor of Arizona, um, which 
I quite like the idea of having the entire astral planes available to you as a spirit, but being like, hey, no, <laughs> hey, you, tell my daughter, run for governor. That's my John McCain impression. um so what do you think do you think uh marx would have advocated for uh joe biden like he said hey i think the more interesting question is how frightening would marx have actually found donald trump Mm. you know because the entire premise from which this is coming from is that donald trump is such a unspeakable evil that we have never faced before that it that it warrants any and all justifications to make people vote for biden but what i really think it serves the purpose of just the edification of people who are already going to vote that way yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I remember 2004. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I keep going back to 2004. Matt, cut in uh, Ruben Stuttered, uh, I'm sorry for 2004. <laughs> Girl, this is my sorry for 2004. And I ain't gonna mess them no more this year. I'm gonna take this one chance and make it real clear. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, sorry, in case I don't tell you. Tell you December, I'm sorry. <laughs> like the voter die. It's got. Yeah, it's got it, big voter die vibes. I don't, I don't know how anyone could hear them with a straight and take them at face value when they've been doing nothing but rehabilitating George W. Bush after making this exact same argument about George W. Bush. I just I don't understand how that's at all believable. But yeah, whatever. whatever. I mean, the other big well, issue is... But it's, mean, it's because it's all uh, very much that passion play about uh, the majority of liberal self-image than it is about anything else. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah. That's why you have these, you know, wealthy, famous liberals tweeting lists of things, quote-unquote, the Democrats have done and and saying the democrats are for the people as if like just saying that is a compelling thing and like someone who is like oh God, i'm not they aligned vote. with the, they aligned with the clan to give uh women the right to vote in order to offset irish immigrants <laughs> well it's just like as if any singular voter is out a non-voter is out there going wait what the Democrats got that passed. Whoa, 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 I can't wait to vote for Biden. Like, it's just, who, where does this imaginary world they are speaking yeah. to? It's like, uh, like literally tonight, the Democrats passed a bill for the USPS and neglected to pass a bill for unemployment stimulus um, because they said that uh, it would fuck up their chances to push a bigger agenda. And it's like, how do you do one and not the other and then complain about 
your inability to pass a, a larger agenda. Well, and and why is it? Why are the Democrats the only ones who are ever coming? Coming at it from, whoa, 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 we don't want to, we don't want to ask for too much, um, um, because then we won't be able to, 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 to do the, the other thing, like this, this weird, like, energy of, like, we can't upset this beast uh, that we're dealing with, and I, you know, and also that people... We, we're going to convince people on the quote-unquote other side to, like, come over. Um, the GOP yeah. doesn't do this. Uh, they they don't capitulate to us. Uh, and, and they don't announce their plans. To, they certainly don't announce their plans to capitulate under any circumstances. Like, it's just bizarre to me, the energy of it all, as if... Um, as if the risks we're asking uh, the politicians to take aren't what? What are they? You know what I mean? Like, what are they really worried about? Um, what big thing did they do that time that they played it real cool? And then they were like, bam, big thing and got done. I, I want the example, you know? Yeah. It doesn't exist. And what, what reform? What reform are they looking for? Well, is it ACA? Was that the They'll last just, thing like, they did? just like retroactively apply, you know, a broad brush about it. Ho, ho, ho. Um, Bunny, you just sound like another tanky Trump apologist <laughs> who, who is conniving to get Trump elected into office and demonstrably hurt more people than the Democrats. With that being said, I am looking forward the fuck out of watching the RNC. Oh, it's got, um, it's got the, okay. The last RNC was in Cleveland, <laughs> so they had the logo was an elephant on a guitar because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. Uh, so I I liked the energy of it. Republican National Convention uh, in my mind. So this one is just like, oops, all memes, guys. Um, I'm ready for fucking Ted, Ted Nugent. Nugent. That is... <laughs> I'm ready for oh, Diamond Gun Lugan. Couple. Like, I, I, find, I find the... I, what if Gun Couple... Do you think Gun Couple will pose? Do you think the woman will do, like, the pose? Uh, <laughs> like, with her little gun... I'm ready for the unabashed selling of fascism. Like just the the my pillow guy coming up. The um every like CEO they could cobble together. The Goya beans guy. Um there, it's just gonna be just an orgy of corporate fascism just shoving nationalist propaganda down your throat. It's gonna be glorious. It's gonna be really cool. Uh it's gonna be what well, we're a lot more interesting than yeah. the Yeah, I mean, the last... Entertainment yeah, I, I don't... Um, I just don't care. I just don't I think care. it'll... I think yeah. that's the right response, Marlo. Because even... This is all very silly. Like, even, even for the epic walls, like, I just don't... I, I just find it equally joyless. I, I, I think it's interesting that they're going in this direction a little bit, but... Eh, I don't know. Do you, do you remember the... The last RNC when Melania gave that speech and she there was the Rick roll in the middle of it. 
Everybody remembers the part where she stole bits from, from Michelle, Michelle Obama. But people don't remember the part where she was like, he's never going to give you up. He's never going to let you down. He will never, ever give up. And most importantly, he will never, ever let you down. <laughs> <laughs> can we get that? Can we get that yes. in? It was in the awesome. Chat, in it the chat, great. I I did a Melania Trump impression um, at the time of the 2016 election. Uh, honestly, stupidly thinking, yeah, yeah, I'll just do this for a few months because this is not real, you know. Um, <laughs> and then, luckily, she's not done a goddamn thing really interesting to sort of excavate yeah. her zombie impression she just yeah. um joylessly renovates a, parts of the white house and like <laughs> she hid that one time she was, was hiding cool. in that yeah that was that was cool she was i was imagining like a, a rambo a rambo melania mm -hmm. well i also think get, get on the ground get <laughs> on the ground i also think uh melania didn't sign up for this uh not that she's like Feminist yeah not icon. that i like feel sorry for her but i'm like she signed up for no she is a she yeah. is a feminist i mean icon. even even regardless of that is she signed up to be a rich dipshit's wife. She did not sign up to be the first lady of the United States. <laughs> Holy shit, I just saw uh, an article. Americans recoil in horror after Melania rips trees planted by JFK out of White House Rose yeah. Garden. Cool. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Like, like yeah, well, maybe one of... Like, are you the fucking elves from... Uh, Middle Earth. Only one of these presidents had their brain accidentally implode. <sighs> I mean, explode, but yeah. Um... No, I'm saying that there was a bomb planted in his head that imploded it oh, and that he uh, wasn't actually. No, but... it's that he pulled his back out trying to pinch someone's ass. And that's why he couldn't, he was so stiff. Are we talking <laughs> about Kennedy or. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That All is, right. I believe that is funny mood. That tonight. is, I believe, a uh, an actual thing people think. Uh, somebody tells a story about Kennedy throwing his back out, trying to hit on hit on some lady. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's why he couldn't duck. I, I forgot who someone said it on. Uh... <laughs> Guys, imagine if Kennedy just ducked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone said it on Twitter. But uh, if Kennedy wasn't, like, extremely wealthy, we would all just think he talks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, somebody also said it on Twitter that people hadn't seen an Irish six before. So uh, I think that's an accurate representation. Yeah. Because there's a sliding scale of um, attractive points for different white people, you know? Yeah, and Irish, you got a grade on a Sarah Palin. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you got to like. Did anybody, did, did anybody see Sarah Palin? Oh, yeah, her head she out? did. Speaking she of said like, Kamala Harris. Her head she out. Said, Sarah Palin said she would have never, she would have never prostituted <laughs> herself like Kamala Harris has done for the vice president.
not. This is the perfect Pink Okami slut story. <laughs> it's just Oh yeah, I miss I miss Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> please do. Please do more. Sarah. I want a Sarah and Melania conversation. This bunny one act play. <laughs> just talking about how oh, they clip in Harris hair extensions. That's right. They clip it in, guys. I know Sarah Palin does. <laughs> she clips in her hair extensions. Oh man. The worst part about uh Sarah Palin for me is even I think she's hot. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, damn. Like I like I I just like I love looking at you, lady. I do. <laughs> Absolutely. My favorite is her furry uh rapping. Yes. I think that oh that was good. Oh god. That was so good. She killed it too. What? Uh, what are you people talking she, about? Okay, she was on uh that dumb fucking show where somebody um, dresses up in like a furry outfit and the then, masked singer, yeah, the masked the singer, yeah, you, the uh, masked singer, and I then I have no idea what any of some, you are talking about, but okay, go on. And then somebody, humble and then, fucking brag, Marla. <laughs> I watch enough America's Got Talent to like fucking. Uh, I, I, I watch my bullshit, but like. All right, all right. Mass singer is celebrity singing in furry outfits, and then somebody has to guess which the celebrity is after a couple um, performances. Like, yeah, performances and some hints. And one of them, and then one of them ended up being Sarah Palin doing Baby Got Back and fucking killing it. And it's, it just makes me feel like that time I did too many mushrooms in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> did I <laughs> somehow create? No, because a, you didn't a, know who Sarah Palin was in 2006. I, I feel like the timelines have all crossed over at this point. They're all. We're in Looper universe. Yeah. I recently I saw Looper yesterday. Oh, good. Oh, that's yeah. a delightful yeah. film. Yeah. It was a great movie. Ooh, uh, that new that new Netflix or Hulu movie, uh, Palm Springs, is a time loop movie and uh, it's a comedy. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that with that actor that I don't like? Uh, Adam Sandberg. Adam, Andy, Adam, Andy, <laughs> Andy Sandberg. Sandberg. Yeah. Adam Sandberg, Andy Sandberg. Well, that's yeah. The Adam. Fucking whitest kids joke, isn't it? Yeah. Andy Sandberg. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Blur. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I, I, someone suggested to you, Marlo, that if you do ever end up watching Hamilton, to just imagine they're saying Adam Sandler Hamilton instead well, of when Alexander. You listen to Ti's. Um, uh, what's that fucking song? And Matt plays a song, but there's that line where he goes, "I want your body," but it sounds like I want Joe Biden. I want your body. I want your body, need your body, I want your body, need your 
been singing those lyrics to that song ever since it came out. And that's like you're doing your little part to speak it into being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're giving Matt so much work to do. Yeah, this. Matt, look up the song. This is like this is like when Whatever a, you Palin, like, That's the name of the song. This is like when a regular show does a musical episode for no goddamn good reason. <laughs> like Grey's All right, Anatomy, I want to hear more about. Suddenly, they're singing about it. You know, I want to hear more about this Pope conspiracy because that seems to also. Well, I mean, no, the real oh, conspiracy. Oh, that's right. Joe Biden's Catholic. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've been calling it a popish plot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, anyway, I'm the, still going the, off. Uh, he killed his family, but the papal plot. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, let, let's bring back some old school racism and keep Biden out of office. That's I, that's what I said. <laughs> no, I, you know, that's kind of the nicest thing I could do for Biden right now is first distract the racists with some good old white on white racism and then give Biden what he desires the most. Yeah, return uh, to the he, 1960s where we yeah. think that he's going to take orders from the Pope. Yeah, and and then um, but then he can also Honestly, play a victim. Of of this horrific anti-Catholic sentiment. You know, I know I've mentioned this before, but if we like stopped people who don't drink from running for president, that would have knocked out so many shitty fucking candidates. Would have knocked out Romney. Would have knocked out George W. Bush. Would have knocked out Donald Trump. Would have knocked out Joe Biden. Those are the four I can just think of. See, I think the. Uh... The the end the 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 KKK really lost their step when they started uh, inviting. Yeah, no, it's it's like not. Oh yeah, the KKK the KKK had a reputation on defending America from JFK mostly, but they did not. They did not like papists. They did not. I mean, how can you? I mean, they are. Worshipping a false yeah, idol. and they're disloyal to America because they take uh, orders from a uh, king in Rome. Who talks to God, supposedly. Takes orders from a king in Rome. Yeah, no, like, I forget what it was, but back in uh-uh, the day we had not that Not just whole... any king, but one that wears fucking fancy dresses and hats. Yeah, we had that whole... Someone... Someone, like, sued the American government because they argued, essentially, that recognizing the ambassador from the Vatican violated the uh, church and state establishment clause. Yeah, and, like, you know, it was this total just he hated Catholics, and we need to really get that energy back. What are some anti-Catholic slurs? Is there any, like... Papist, popery... I know, yeah, popery... Um... I don't know. It, uh, like a Romanite? Sure yeah, I'm sure the English have more. Uh, wait, I, I, I gotta, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look some up. Um, mackerel snapper came up. What is that? Yeah, it was a, once a sectarian slur for Catholics originating in the U.S. in the 1850s. I'm gonna make uh, a calendar. They ate fish on Fridays? Um, Let me see. Yes, that's exactly why. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, okay. You guys, I'm going to make a slur a day calendar, but it's all going to be uh, 
white on white racist stickers. I got got one I just made up. Hell yeah, what is it? Raw dogger. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty good myself. (laughs) Every sperm is sacred, baby. Every sperm is precious, I believe. No, every sperm is sacred. Okay, well, whatever. We'll Um, solve that issue. You know how? Matt, put that song in. Um, okay, I looked up anti-Catholic slurs. Creeping Jesus Ooh, is pretty good. that's a good one. Um, to relate to yours, a mackerel snapper, which I think is something that the Led Zeppelin uh, thing, uh, they they engaged with a groupie with a mackerel snapper in the uh, 70s. Is that a euphemism um, for her hoo-ha? No, 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 no. The story, okay, the story behind this is that they invited groupies back home and that the manager and one of the members of the band was fishing and they caught some snappers. Wasn't and they it the snappers. No, no, no. It was snappers and the joke was that they put a snapper in your snapper. Ah, but the snapper, yeah. really, uh, a vagina snapper should be a snapping turtle, I think. <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it's just. A, it's gonna be a guillotine. That's. Yeah, I like it. Um, you got to do some kegels to. Yeah, the, like your uh, your kegels will warp the guillotine, <laughs> and like that's the future liberals want. Um. <laughs> your ha- your hagels will work um, the guillotine. Uh, okay, here's another one. Uh, the Fenian. Ooh. I don't know. What that is. Uh, and the horror of Babylon. Oh, that's to, that's for the uh, church generally. It's still an anti-Catholic slur. You could just yell that at somebody. Yeah, but I mean, that's true. Jill Biden, for instance. Hey, whore of Babylon. <laughs> get out of that. See, now, get now. Out of that, get out of that school. I, <laughs> Please step away from the children. I only think it's cool if we call Joe a whore, personally. No, 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 no. That's too. Nicodemite. Ooh. What's a Nicodemite? Uh, that sounds like a real old-timey one. Yeah. Um, is a person suspected of publicly misrepresenting their religious faith, faith to conceal their true belief. Ooh, John Calvin introduced this term. We, we, and we love him here in these United States. We love States. him. He's the, he's the best. Really? You fucking Nicodemite. You that fuck- is the perfect... Fuck you, Joe Biden. You fucking Nicodemite. (laughs) I love it. Stop telling me that you want to, I don't know, have better race relations. I know you're Nicodemite. Nicodemite. You're you're Nicodemian. Nicodemian. 
uh, you know, I wish people were so, I, but then you'd think if Joe Biden could really summon the power of Catholics in a unified way, he'd boom, have Latinos, right? Yeah. But weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. God is dead and continues to be dead and all these like side thoughts of like side quests. Well, you know, every time anyone's like wants to judge some like socioeconomic ethnic group by what they perceive their religion to be, ninety percent of the time in twenty twenty the answer is they don't actually give a fuck. Like, like we the that was like the thing like with Trump in 2016 of like, oh, well, the evangelicals won't stand for this. Yeah, of course they will. No one cares. No, no one's actually Catholic anymore. No one gives a shit. All right. One article is called Why Are Catholics Called Left Footers? Oh. It's, it's a question that I've been pondering <laughs> just now. Tell us. Um, How long is an article? Uh, speed read that. <laughs> <laughs> On last night's episodes of Down in Abbey, we heard the unfamiliar Catholic slur "left footer." Um, left footer. Seri- like series creator Julian Fellows, himself an occasional target of anti-Catholicism, has really outdone himself this time. Mackerel snapper, sure. Wait, what? Yeah, it's left footer. Oh, I guess everybody knows about fucking mean? mackerel snapper. Yeah, in England, like, me. there's still anti-Catholic discrimination. It's, you know, obviously it's related to sectarian violence in Ireland, but, yeah, no, they, they still... That's a thing you can get in trouble for, like, if you're a landlord. Um, okay, so the origins of the term goes back to uh, Protestants distinguishing themselves from Catholics, saying he digs with the wrong foot. It was the traditional distinction between left and right-handed spades in Irish agriculture. Please bleep that out. Um <laughs> Wait, they, they, <laughs> don't want to be accused. How are they... How- um, Am I imagining the right tool to um, to think? <laughs> yeah, no, this what is just lead, leading more uh, leading to more questions than answers. <laughs> Most types of digging spade, again, bleep it out in Britain oh, and Ireland you to have Irish out. <laughs> Please, actually, just bleep Irish, Irish out in, in Britain. <laughs> Leave one Irish in so people know what we're bleeping in, out. In Britain and we'll, Ireland, we'll just call press. them okay. People of the Emerald Isle. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through this. Most types of digging spade in Britain and, Ire- and Ireland have footrests at the top of their blades. Two-sided spades have footrests on each side of the shaft and socket, while an older style of one-sided spade had only one. Two-sided spades may well have been introduced by the Protestant planters in the 16th century. By the early 19th century, specialized spade and shovel mills in the north of Ireland were producing vast numbers of two-sided spades, which came to be universally used. Hey, your spade, your spade <laughs> in- has two sides. <laughs> 
in Ulster and strongly identified with the province, one-sided spades with narrow blades and a footrest cut out of the side of the relatively larger wooden shaft continued in the use in the south okay. and west. And the rural population of Ga uh, Gaelic uh, Ireland retained the Catholic faith, intended also to retain the one-sided spade and dig with the wrong foot. In fact, the two-sided spade of Ulster was generally used with the left foot, whereas the one-sided spade tended to be used with the right foot. So they, it's also incorrect? Yeah, I'd say it was the correct <laughs> foot. The entire origin story is also based on something that wasn't true. Which is amazing. Oh my God. I, so many origin stories. And and they finished this argu argu article with, and so we lay another anti-Catholic charge to rest. Catholics do not worship Mary, do yes, not profess yes, work, do. work righteousness, do not profess works righteousness, and above all, yes, do not do. do. That's actually but, just the that's just the point of you know what theology. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and say there's not enough good anti-Protestant slurs out there. Is but we're talking about Joe. I know, Biden but I, I'm just saying this. This um, is making that me left butter. <laughs> Gee, oh man. Joe Biden, the that left fucking left Joe, footer. Joe left footer, but yeah. I mean, I feel like the one spot where they might have developed like anti-Protestant slurs would have been France, and they just murdered all of them instead. Um, like In I the mean, spirit of Robespierre. Yeah, I mean, like, where, where in a Catholic-dominated area did you have a extant, sizable minority of Protestants? Is is Joe O'Biden Irish? Yeah, I well, yeah. the, the Irish. Catholic side is an Irish yeah. Catholic. Oh, side. Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Yeah. Yes, Irish. His niece is like a waitress in Ashton City, actually. Yeah, because his father was from Baltimore. Yeah, it, it's all mid-Atlantic shit. Like, yeah. They're... That's right. It's all mid-Atlantic. <laughs> shellfish <laughs> and get red paint poisoning. Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the Bidens. Work at the boardwalk. Yeah, work at the boardwalk. For, you know, get up on the life bar station, threaten some people sometimes. <laughs> oh man, you know, did did you did any of you even watch Joe Biden's speech? I watched. I I watched uh, some of it. Yeah, um, I watched some of Hunter Biden's, and I also watched uh, the tribute to Bo Biden. <laughs> Which brings me to my point that the entire thing was just one long funeral. Um, and it wasn't actually a convention. It was just a funeral. Um, and that we're going to have a eulogizer in chief. That left footer is going to be the eulogizer in chief. That left footer is going to be the eulogizer in chief. You know, I don't know. Build back better is so awkward. What is? Build back better. What? Build back yeah. better. The uh, better than stronger together. Build 
better yeah, than, it, stronger than before. Like, it, it's just such an awkward phrasing. Well, it does remind me of a Selena Meyer thing. It's just incredible. Mm. New Selena. Wow. Oh, it's perfect. I don't really get it, actually. Yeah, no, it's a very yeah. Selena Meyer. The Julia Louise Dreyfus also showed up. Oh, yeah. Um, not in character, which is a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched absolutely none of the convention. I watched a um, little of Kamala's speech. Um, I heard she was horribly anti like any type of gravitas or charisma. Uh, I don't know. I mostly, uh, mostly it was uh, a lot of South Asian people. I know just being excited that someone used like the Tamil word for auntie. Matt, please bleep out South Asian. <laughs> <laughs> also where I said it there because it's the equivalent of the N word. Oh, gosh. It's because you've been on Hindu Twitter. Yeah, uh, no, I love Hindu. Hindu Hin- I know. We're we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I love Hindu nationalist Twitter. It's like the funnest part of Twitter. Um, that- I mean, they have consistently the best takes. Man. Like, I still will never get over the Hagia Sophia was originally a Hindu temple. <laughs> I was just going to say. That's the funniest fucking thing um uh, yeah no hindutva twitter uh, rules everyone should go on it aka cow piss twitter yeah it's cool as shit uh they like hate that, muslims that's one thing this... we love on this show is uh specific hostile corners of twitter that are centered around ethnic <laughs> rivalries like, oh my god, they, they, um, like, they just have this, like, insane, it's almost like a Russian new chronology, but, like, Indian, and they're just, it, it's insane, the things they say, um, yeah, like, South Asian is actually the equivalent of the N-word, why not, yeah, absolutely, go with that, do that, shoot that right into my veins, no, it place it's a really fun place to hang out on. Yeah, anyway, uh yeah, so actually don't bleep out South Asian because then this whole thing will just be confusing. Uh and <laughs> we should like uh actually um and Matt, I know you kind of edit in real time, so you know, just keep this in mind for when you did that. My bad. Um but, yeah. <laughs> It's exactly. um, well, don't yeah. really bleep out any of the things we said to bleep out, and sorry if you already did at this point. Yeah, unbleep them. Yeah, I'll, I'll from now on say no. Actually, bleep this out when I mean it, unless I say that, and that's also sarcastic. So, and then at that there. point, you just take your revenge and do whatever you want. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Make me say. The oh shit. no. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, N-word gay Robinson. Hmm? Bringing oh, that right, character. Yeah. And N-word gay Robinson. Oh, yes, yes, Nathan. <laughs> Don't actually bleep out Nathan. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> well, you guys, it's uh, what seventy-two days to the election. 
um, we're marching in that direction like a like a funeral march. Really, it really it's a dirge. the convention. Sure, my mom's the, reading the, was Marinic. Oh, so cute. She's Catholic. The, the, she is. She is the left's resident tradcath. Mm-hmm. I like her though. Yeah, no, she's cool. The the if the convention was the start of the funeral procession of liberalism, we're gonna reach the end. Um, the Bo Biden really cemented the the mourning process that everyone was going through. Even um, my art lately is this what this is? Yeah, no, it definitely has okay. been. Well, I um, predict before these seventy two days are over, we're gonna have like two natural disasters. Um, a really fucking rock and roll RNC that'll have absolutely no impact on anything. It'll be like, it happened, it's done. It, it disappeared. And then, as I've long predicted, audience, uh, Trump will have his freak accident. <laughs> All before November 3rd? Yeah. November 3rd. Anyway. I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to die because he's got too good at genes. Joe Biden, Princess Diana, and his family. <laughs> I just I just want to make that a thing. Uh, I I try. I, I stuck it in the Q group. I got nothing. Why don't you just say that, okay, what if it was the Catholic church that yeah no no if i actually want to start this rumor and believe me i do um, (laughs) i unironically i want to start a far-right conspiracy theory that joe biden princess died his first wife and uh whatever kid died in that one and then like poloniumed uh bow i want to make that a thing um, and if I'm to do that, I can't really, as a bit, uh, pull in the Catholic Church because that shit doesn't fly in American conspiracy theories anymore. Uh, so no, I need to keep those separate. Um, or just write like a Da Vinci Code S. Damn it. Am I gonna have to like learn how 4chan works? Like, because I don't want to do that or Reddit or something. Is that where I go for this? Where do I go? You start a Discord server. Yeah, Um, no, I need to. I need to go to eight chan. No, you start. You need to lay some groundwork so that when people try to check your facts, they're like, "Oh my god, it's all been here. It always has been." Yeah, it always has been that his family died in a car crash. So, like, we can use that. Like, uh, you know, he did it to launch his political career or something. I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, I, I guess I would. Like, I was never, well, I, I was, was never like on something awful back when something awful was a thing. So, like, yeah, I'm actually not really big on forums and that bullshit. Uh, if any of our listeners have suggestions, call me up. You probably have my number because there's like <laughs> eight of you. But um, yeah, I, I really want to like make this a fucking. I, my my project okay, we're not gonna... now and the election and if God forbid Biden wins, my project for the next four years will to be to <laughs> build a sizable contingent of people 
who believe that <laughs> Joe Biden, Princess Diana, his family back in the 70s, <laughs> and 60s or 70s, whatever the fucking accident was, and further that he then used polonium to give Bo Biden uh, the brain disease. Um, <laughs> that- I was just gonna say they gotta give him. They gotta. Well, give him I can tell you how. Uh, can make this happen before the election. Well, you know, um, you know what I think the smart move is is to tie it into a pre-existing weird thing, which I would say let's go with the. Uh, Podesta emails, whatever. Like maybe like pizza. No, no. Actually- I Podesta emails boring. No, let's go with Baron is a time traveler. Have you? Are you familiar no, with no, this? No, no, that's stupid. No. No, there is a novel from the 1800s that is about a Baron Trump who comes from the future and is kind of a rich kid. <laughs> yeah, okay, but like that's a different I, level of suspension so of disbelief. The time traveling Baron Marlo, has convinced Marlo. Joe Biden to kill his own family for political reasons. That is Marlo, Marlo, just use the just just it's easy. Just use the book of revelation. <laughs> like Intersplice some lines about the horrors of Babylon no, to make it very you guys, clear. You guys are is, like going on these different like levels. Okay, no, that comes. Be not after. afraid, Marlo. Look at all my no, eyeballs. No. <laughs> this all comes after the, of the initial. The initial conspiracy needs to start from a place where we don't need to assume fantastical. Uh, things about God or technology or whatever. No, he just Princess died his family because that's happened. Later on, it will then get lobbed onto other shit, and we'll have fucking ancient aliens and like pyramids and all that bullshit. Which is Baron Trump, the time traveler, is actually also responsible for Princess Diana. Thank you. 100% that can happen later. We need to start (laughs) the initial thing now. Vanilla. We need to you need to launch it vanilla. You can get those add-ons as it comes. Have the quotes ready is what we're saying. Yeah. Have that happens organically though. Yeah, I think you might need to to like push this along. Right. No, I, yes, and it needs to be pushed along through QAnon, PizzaGate, that kind of shit. Where it's like, you know, QAnon, like and PizzaGate, that didn't start with like, oh, actually, they're like literally the devil and like eating adrenochrome. That started with the premise that, like, oh, some adults like to fuck kids, which is true. And then later on, you get into, oh, maybe it's, like, a whole thing where they're, like, you know, uh, cutting little boys' dicks off and throwing it into the middle of a pentagram or whatever the fuck. No, it's cutting babies' heads off and nailing them to the wall. Sure. Fine, but, like, it started with, like, the, like, actual existence of pedophiles, which is true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, not, like, No, 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 not even just the actual existence of pedophiles, but there is precedent for actual people testifying to being uh, involved in 
something very similar to what Q Anon people describe, but they weirdly ignore the Franklin Mint story, which is a story of a, a guy who ran a credit union in the Midwest. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, and there's like there were actual people who were put in jail for contempt of court who testified to themselves being sex trafficked as children. But we're yeah. weirdly put in jail. So, like, this is a thing that actually, like, there is some evidentiary things about. But the yeah. whole QAnon people ignore that entirely. I think entirely. I Googled Franklin Mint at one point because, like, Matt Crisman told me to. And then I got bored and stopped. Well, look, the guy who was the head of that is literally a fucking car salesman in Northern Virginia right fucking now so like all these weird like going to the pizza restaurant and whatever i'm like this information is like if i don't even think these people are that give a shit about uh pedophile rings that much is my suspicion because if you google it anywhere off the main beaten path you would find information about this thing that has a lot more fucking you know in earlier episodes i would say uh socialism with fools but now i'm gonna say the tokens a retarded culture (laughs) (laughs) anyway read angles baby uh but don't be vouch yeah well, anyway, I highly recommend you look into the Baron Trump uh, book. It's really weird. Why um, would you, like, if you're making up your own name, just throw a diphthong right in the fucking middle of it, you goddamn weirdo? Yeah, diphthongs are awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. if you want to, like, not like... be able to sing opera correctly. Exactly. You, know, you, you fuck up the opera singers that are going to sing your name. <laughs> Who's going to sing your name out? Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. I guess we're done. Uh, we we let a lot of promises hang in the air last week. Uh, I think I've thought about it, and I am willing to just mostly watch the Left Behind series. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I didn't know there was a reboot with uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that one's kind which of Which I heard it was so-so, but... Um, yeah, no, the, the original Camerons are where it's at. Nick well, Cage, I'm a long Kirk Cameron, uh, like, perverse, a voyeur. With not a fan, but, like, the Nick I Cage don't. The movie might be good if it was actually the first part of, like, a four to, like, 12-part series. But as you're watching that movie, you're going to yourself, there's no way they're making a second one. Yeah. Nick Cage got into some money troubles. We'll do seemingly any movie now. That's been, I remember 10 years ago when that was also still a joke. Also still true. You know what? You know what? Nicolas Cage movie I like? Snake Eyes. I mean, I, I don't know why, but I there's super what love I that call movie. Four, there are four good Nick Cage movies. Wicker Man? No. Okay. I mean... Oh, we already know it's not going to be a fun list. You know, yeah, <laughs> the adaptation, Moonstruck, uh, Leaving Las Vegas, and uh, Raising Arizona. What about uh, It Could Happen to You? 
don't know what that one is. It's a decent <laughs> Con Air. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there's the four good Nick Cage movies. Then there's this tier two, which would be like Con Air, Face Off, um, and like all the like The Rock, uh, like the really fun ones. Connor is so good. Yeah, it's so good. Steve Buscemi is yeah. Steve Buscemi is great in it. Dave Chappelle is in it. Um, yeah, it's a movie. I, I still like. It could happen to you. It's when he wins the lottery, and he promised that waitress he was going to split it with her because he couldn't tip her, and he's married to Rosie Perez, who's a real biatch. Um, I'll pretty much watch anything with Rosie Perez. Yeah, no, if it got Rosie Perez in it, I might actually have to see that. Yeah. It's actually, it is. It's actually, I do legitimately recommend it. Um, I recently saw Colors Out of Space. Wait, we we mentioned that before in the podcast. It's the Nick Cage with, uh, I don't know, the racist one. Oh, Lovecraft, who in, who I uh, am a big fan of, but it inspired the joke, the only racist I like is a dead racist, because yeah. many historical figures uh, I admire had very troubling views on race. <laughs> but yeah, H.P. Lovecraft, full-on, stupid scientific racist. Um, okay, let's end this episode by me going, the name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat is, and then just a long bleep. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's bad. I do like that he wrote about a monster out in Red Hook. Mm, yeah. yeah. I think about it any time I'm at that it. Ikea. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, we're done. We're done here. Vote for Biden, guys. We're done. We're done with Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Those left footers. Support the left foot conspiracy. Mackerel snappers. Mackerel snappers. Biden <laughs> princess died his family. Anyway. Anyway. We'll see you next week. The name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat is... It's racist, is what it is. Oh, oh, then they bleep. That's the point. (laughs) We know. (laughs) I think we're getting a little cavalier (laughs) with our bleeps, though. Yeah, I do, too. Matt, that's the only actual bleep I want. No other bleeps in this episode. (laughs) The bleep button was broken up until now. Right. Oh, man, Nick Mullen is crazy with the blue. Yeah, that's a great button. But anyway, uh, bye. 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 The name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat is...